Football Podcast. Let's start off with Gigi Buffon, who has now announced his retirement at the grand old age of 45 after an incredible 28-year professional career. So, Nima, how do you possibly sum up the career of Gigi Buffon? It's um it's very difficult to sum it up because I mean I I I my very very first memory of him is watching that his debut against Milan at the Ennio Tardini for Parma when he was 17 years old against Milan with Vea Baggio and he was the man of the match a goalless draw um during the era when the Serie A was the greatest the best league in the world um uh, probably you know during an era where every world class player played in Italy um uh you know the the era that i don't think it's possible to ever be replicated again um but it was th- that game i remember i was like who is this 17 year old because he it wasn't just that he did he 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 you know kept a clean sheet it was a fantastic saves the way he communicated with the with the defense um and that defense was pretty damn good itself just go and look at who started there um it was just it was truly truly you know everyone was like wow what did we do we just witness something historic here and we did that was the beginning um because after that of course we, we he became Gigi Buffon a few years later and of course when Parma's financial woes hit them uh, he went to Juve and became a club legend there um and he really does have some incredible records to his name doesn't he Yeah, I mean, his records, the list of records, there's, there's too many to, to, to sum up uh, on this pod, but most Serie A appearances, most uh, cl- career club appearances by an Italian, most uh, Scudetti won, uh, the record for, for minutes without conceding, going almost a thousand minutes of, of football in Serie A, 10 consecutive clean sheets, the most clean sheets in the history of Serie A, the oldest player to win the Scudetto, the oldest player to play for Juventus, uh, the second oldest player to ever play in Serie A, uh, the oldest goalkeeper to, to save a penalty, um, the, the most Serie A appearances and the most Champions League appearances for Juventus, uh, the ju- joint most World Cups um, played in, five, and it, it would, have been, would have been six if it hadn't been for uh, the failure to qualify for the, the 2018 World Cup. He would have gone to a record six. No one's ever done that and maybe never will. Um, so it's, it's unbelievable. And, and I think the longevity of, of Buffon's career is, is and, and for how long he played at a world-class level is what makes him, what stands him apart from all the other legendary goalkeepers that they've been in the past and it's what makes him the goat of goalkeepers. I mean this is someone like you said debuted at the age of 17 in 1995. He played for 28 years, but for most of that time for a good quarter of a century he was playing at the highest level and at a world-class level for, for most of that time. Um and you know he was he was already world-class and playing for Italy as a teenager. And over 20 years later, at the age of 39, he was named the best goalkeeper in the world at the Ballon, you know, at the Ballon d'Or ceremony. So no goalkeeper in history comes close to that longevity and that longevity at the very, very top. He was like, I think, the Paolo Maldini of goalkeepers, when mm. you put it, when you look at it that way. 
Um, so, you know, it is, it is the amazing. reason why I think he's the greatest of all time is uh, because there are goalkeepers who have won more than him. I mean, um, what's his name? His name eludes me. Real Madrid goalkeeper Casillas. He's Casillas, he's yeah. won the Euros twice, you know, before never won the Euros. He's won more Champions Leagues, uh, you know, Buffon's never won the Champions League. Um, but the longevity is what does it for me. The fact that he was, you know, know, he was named the best goalkeeper in the world at the age of 39. Um, He was unbelievable for such a long, long period of time. Let's remember Casillas was fantastic at a young age, but he quickly fell off um, in his 30s. I mean, he was finished by 32, 33. Completely finished. finished. Buffon kept it going, like you said, for 28 years. Um, And for for 25 of those, 24 of those, he was the best goalkeeper in the world. Um, And that's truly, truly remarkable. Um, And that is is why I think, for me, that he he is the the greatest, the the longevity. And when you look at his qualities as well, when you look at his qualities, I mean, he was the complete goalkeeper. He had everything. He was an incredible shot stopper. Mm. He was perfect in the air, you know, Mm. from crosses. I don't think there's ever been anyone that's more, was as safe as him, as Mm. on crosses, the way that he commanded the box. No one's commanded the box, organised the box, organised his defence, positioning, perfect Mm. positioning. Perfect positioning. Perfect positioning. When to come out, how to position himself on angles so that when, you know, he's going at the near post, you know, getting in the right position so that you don't leave too much of your near post open, you don't leave too much of your far post open, narrowing the angle when you're coming up for a one-on-one, exactly where to be positionally perfect, great communicator from a young age, a great leader, a great example for the others, but also someone that had incredible confidence. We saw that especially when he was young. He was a very, very confident person confident as a, as a teenager he changed slightly he became more you know a different type of leader uh, an example to follow when he got older um, brave you know the only weakness I would I would say for a, a while were, were probably penalties he wasn't mm. his best wasn't the best at but he even got greater them later on in his career as well and if you look at actually look at the number of the record of penalties saved he's actually right, right up there uh, at the top as well and and so I mean he was the complete goalkeeper uh, and there's just so many so many special memories, um, you know. I mean, the, that debut in '95, I remember yeah, watching is, it as well. The is. saves from Badjo and Weyer and, and Boban, and the way he used to th- he threw himself. But then I also remember the debut for Italy uh, against Russia in 1997. It was a World Cup playoff against Russia, mm. two-legged playoff. They were playing in Moscow in the first leg in the snow with an orange ball. Mm. The snow was was three inches deep. It was thick. There was no couldn't see any gr- any green on the field. Awful freezing sub zero temperatures. Uh, Paluka gets injured early on in the game, like ten minutes into the game. On comes Buffon, nineteen years old, and honestly, you know everybody's thinking the same thing. Everyone's thinking Italy are going out. Italy are not qualifying for the World Cup. You know, you go into Russia in the in the winter, the deep winter, in those temperatures with with those conditions. With a with a rookie goalkeeper, Buffon comes in and he's he's absolutely magnificent um, in, in that game. And um, in Italy, they draw one one and then they end up winning the the return leg and they and they and they go to the they go to the World Cup. Um, I mean, I remember that. I mean, so many amazing the save from Inzaghi in the two thousand three Champions League final. I think for me that's his most memorable one. It obviously, didn't result in a victory, but I remember Inzaghi's expression when he when he 
when he took the the header, I think it was a header, wasn't it? The cross come in, he, yeah. put, he put it towards the near post and, you know, he thinks he scored. And then his reaction, Inzaghi's reaction, like, kind of like everybody else, like, how did he save that? Like, what? Like, he couldn't believe that the Fon had made that save. And then, of course, the 2006 World Cup, you know, where he was faultless, two, conceded two goals all tournament. And that was an own goal. Zakaradov with the most weird old goal I think I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, yeah. that penalty that was barely over the line. Um, yeah, from Zidane in the final. So, I mean, he didn't, he basically didn't concede a goal. <laughs> I mean, you know, he wasn't really beaten in the whole tournament. No, I mean, uh, the, the World Cup final, the Zidane header to me is just insane, um, what he does there. Um and bef- in the semi-finals as well, there's the sh- I think it's Schneider who shoots a fantastic shot. Yeah, no. and Podolski in the in the, Podolski, in the, yeah. in no. the extra time as no, well. He yeah. is. He is. Now, for for me, the longevity and and above all, the for me, a good goalkeeper traditionally, because I think that role is changing now. Uh, it's going through a metamorphosis of, of what the new goalkeepers is. Uh, the new goalkeepers are going to be, and I think Mike Mignon is the perfect embodiment of that. But regardless, for me, it's this man's ability to the, the rebounds, the rebound that he never gave any rebounds, and the ones that he did were were always to the side. It was never straight out. He didn't suffer from Handanovic syndrome, as I call it. Great save, straight out, always, mm-hmm. always, always. That's what that's why I think what will stop Vicario from becoming a really good goalkeeper too. The rebounds are always straight out. Um, with That's before. part of it, like also his understanding of the game, yeah. isn't it? Like he always, you know, he learnt and mm. knew that, you know, that was part of being a goalkeeper is, is you know, mm. limiting the chances mm. to the opposition. I mean, that's, that's that why it's so important. And I think that's why I think Vicario will never be a world-class, top-class goalkeeper. I think he'll be a great, great goalkeeper, yeah, but I know he'll be world-class because the, the rebounds are too straight out. And, and, mm. and with Buffon, you never had that. Um, and also Buffon, you know, all goalkeepers make mistakes, mm. but Buffon certainly made less mistakes than, than mm. fewer mistakes than, yeah, than, 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 than anyone else. I mean, again, you know, you look at Donnarumma, who obviously is phenomenal in, in what he does good, but, you know, Donnarumma is not as complete goalkeeper as, as Buffon, not, not even close. Mm. You know, he's not as good anywhere close as good on crosses. He doesn't, he makes more mistakes than him. Um, and, you know, the, 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 you know, so, I mean, there's been legendary goalkeepers in the past. Yashin, Banks, Sepp Meyer, Zoff. Dino Zoff, of course, Schmeichel, Manuel Neuer, Casillas, who you mentioned before. You know, these are all great goalkeepers, but when you add everything together, including the longevity... You know, I think won. Zoff is the only one that comes close because he's the, he won everything. Um, and yeah, Zoff, Zoff is the only one, I think, that comes close, to be yeah. honest with But it was a different kind of football then, you know? It was a diff- it's difficult to compare errors. But I think for me... Mm. Zoff and Buffon are head and shoulders above everyone else. The only regrets, of course, is that he never won that. I mean, the Euros as well, not winning the Euros, and he went close. Uh, he went close. But he was so, unlucky with Italy as well, wasn't he? I mean, the injuries yeah. that, that prevented him from being the starting goalkeepers in, in, in France 98 and, and Euro 2000. Well, he wouldn't have been the starter in France 98. He, went to, he wasn't injured in France 98, but he was injured for, for, two, for yeah, 2000 and, uh, yeah. 2010. Yeah. He was injured. And then obviously 2018, he didn't qualify. Mm. Um, but also in 2002, you know, they got cheated in 2002. Mm. Uh, World Cup uh, by UEFA and, and the referee. FIFA, and then, not UEFA. Sorry, FIFA. Yeah, well, same thing. <laughs> same thing. It's different mask. Um, same face, different mask. Um, Meet the yeah, new boss, and, same as the old and, boss. And, and then 2014, it didn't have a good team. But 
you know, he, he, but I think the, the big regret is obviously the Champions League. That is a big regret, yeah. you know, three finals. Uh, and, um, you know, that, that was the one that he really wanted. And I think that's one, the one that, you know, most kind of neutrals wanted uh, for Buffon himself. And, that, you know, he didn't, he didn't manage, he didn't manage that, but that doesn't stop him becoming, becoming the GOAT. So, yeah, all the best to Buffon. He's now going to be the new head of delegation of Italy's national teams. He's going to take the job of, um, the late Gianluca Vialli. So um, let's see if he can, uh, well, let's make sure we qualify first. Let's see if he can get a Euros, win a Euros as a, <laughs> as a part of the delegation.